It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. The Sporting Capital with Sam Hargraves on SEN. Uh, it's a Tuesday night, so footy tinder is back in its regular home. And we're going to try and answer the question tonight, do we really have a problem with top 20 draft picks always wanting to head home? We'll find out. Yes, indeed. Welcome to the Sporting Capital. Absolutely superb to have you on board. I hope you had as good a day as you possibly can. However you've been putting it in, wherever you've been putting it in, it is wonderful to have you on board the Sporting Capital this evening. However you're finding us, wherever you're finding us, you can always give us a call, one 736 736 On the Harcourts open line, your move, your Harcourts. Uh, for all things real estate, speak to Harcourts. For all things sport, please speak to me, one 736 736 You can text in at any stage too on the 40 Winks uh, temper text. That's 433 Consumer choice winner, temper mattresses, pillows and adjustable bases conforms to the exact shape of your body. Um, Tonight, we're going to stick to footy, mainly this evening. After 7.30, I'm going to try and answer the question. After yesterday's trades, where three top five draft picks all secured moves back home early on in their careers, um, one uh, one after four years, one after three years, one after one year, Um, I'm going to try and answer the question, do we have a problem with interstate players that are taken in the top 20 wanting to go home? Is it a flood? Is it it just a a stampede of players trying to get out of the state that they've been drafted to that's not their home state? Or is it this being overblown? So I'm going to put some time into some research, not just a suburb in Melbourne, uh, and we're going to see if we can answer that question a little later on. Before we finish up at 8 o'clock, um, by the way, off the tee, myself and Nick Ahern, uh, all the big issues in the world of golf we'll discuss at 8 o'clock tonight. Um, before we go to, uh, Bowls Australia have got a, uh, a campaign that they're uh, going to be part of, a nationwide campaign to encourage lower alcohol options at the Bowls Club. So we'll be speaking to the boss uh, of Bowls Australia as well, which is very exciting. Um, but as we do every Tuesday night, uh, we like to do some swiping. So it's time for this. On the Sporting Capital, it's time to start swiping with Footy Tinder. Uh, Footy Tinder, if you've never played before, is where producer Lincoln is going to come in and play us uh, several bits of audio, some big opinions from some very big names. And you swipe left if you disagree. You swipe right if you agree. You can text in whether you're swiping left or right. 
on the 40 Winks temper text, 0433 98 11 16. You can call on the Harcourt's open line, 1300 736 736. So it works just like Tinder. Uh, you see a profile, you swipe left if you're keen to get to know that per- uh, You swipe left if you're not keen on that person. You swipe right if you are. Left if you're not keen on these statements. Right if you are. And you get one super like, which is swipe up. And you only get one of those because uh, any more than one, you have to start paying on Tinder. And as I always say, if you have to start paying for Tinder, there's a problem. Uh, Producer Lincoln, hello, mate. Back by popular demand. <laughs> Sam, it's never a chore in the studio here with you, so great to be back. Nice. Flattery will get you everywhere. Um, where are we starting tonight, please? We may start with David King on Port Adelaide. But that, that's an outstanding effort. So it gives them a chance next year to win the flag. And I think this is why there's an urgency there. Both 34, Dixon 32, Jonas and, and Lysetta are 30 plus as well. So they're, they're for the now. They've nearly said, OK, we've got to fast track the next wave coming through. So you bracket, you bracket Horn Francis with Butters, Rosie and Marshall and these guys as the next wave. But it's now for Port. This is Ken Inkley's flag opportunity right here, right now in 2023. Um, Port Adelaide will be the biggest risers in 2023. Yeah, I'll swipe right on that. So there's so Max Lawton from Fox Sports has done numbers on this, that every year there's at least two people that fall out of the eight and one that falls out of the four and out of the eight completely. And there is always someone who jumps, and, and very regularly there is a team that comes from out of the eight and into the four. So I think that, for me, it's Port Adelaide that jump from out of the eight back into the four. I think Junior Rioli meets a really strong need, as you just heard from David King. Uh, if Jason Horn francis can be the player that he was in his last two years uh, before he got drafted playing against men, um, there's no excuses now, apart from the fact that, you're a second-year player, and some players take a little more time than others. Um, but they needed help in the midfield. He gives them that. If he's going to play regularly, they needed help in the small forward space. It all hinges on, I think, Charlie Dixon's fitness. And I think they need one more key back. That's, that, for me, that's, that's pretty much all they're missing. But I can see them getting straight back up into the four. So they were came 11th with a 10-12 and 12 record, but that's with losing the first five matches. Mm. And they were obviously second after the home and away season in 2021. Um, do you think Asaba Radigalia fills that void if he comes in and goes down back? Yes. Just don't know how that's getting done um, at this stage and, and how they would um, meet any Geelong uh, requests. They've got pick 33, 60 and 84. Me personally, I think, um, I think 33 should get it done. Geelong have barely played him. When they have, he's played really well, especially as a, as a key defender and an intercept defender. He's been fantastic. Um, so, and he just wants to play footy now. So I think, um, I think there'd be, you know, I think that they'd really rocket up people's dra- uh, ladder orders if, if they can just sort that particular part out. Um, but they've got the help in the midfield they need. No Robbie Gray. I know that he hasn't been the player that he, he was for the last couple of years, but he still is an important part of what they do. So hopefully Junior Rioli can play in the manner that he did in the 2018 season for West Coast and, and really light it up because he is enormous upside. He's as skilled a player as there is uh, in the competition. And Connor Rosie, I think, takes another big step forward um, next year. So best, from a best 22 perspective, it's essentially Robbie Gray retiring, Carl Amon obviously now at Hawthorne, and then it's Junior Rioli coming in, Jason Horn francis and then potentially Salva Radigalia coming in. So just repeat those for me. So Robbie Gray retired, Carl Amon at 
Hawthorne and then potentially Junior Rioli, Jason Horn francis and Asaba Radically are coming in. Yeah, so I think that's okay. And I think that they strengthen in areas that they need to be strengthened in. But they found that they found ways to score without Charlie Dixon, but I just think he's the integral piece well, if he stays fit. Year. Marshall had a great year. Hopefully Georgiades can as well. Uh, and then you look at that forward line and you've got to find a way to fit them all in. But um, what they do with Finn Layson now, with what he did in the ruck. So, you know, Dixon, Marshall, um, Georgiades, and then um, who are your smalls that are going to play in that uh, area? If they can get Fantasia fit, if you can get, you know, Junior Rioli is fit and firing and ready to go, it's pretty potent. Pretty potent. So I, I can see that happening. So I swap uh, right on that one for me. A couple of the text already. Fletch says he's swapping left on that. He can't see them uh, jumping back up into the four. Michael is super liking there. He's got power to win the premiership. Uh, and double seven eight uh, off the 40 Winks temper text. He's swapping left on that uh, as well. What's next? Uh, we'll go back to David King, this time on North Melbourne. Oh, double tinder. Um, double tinder starring role for D King. Here we go. I'm extremely frustrated by this. As I just don't know at what stage North Melbourne will decide to invest in a tall forward of note. And there's one sitting there. You hold the pick that will secure this guy for a decade. They overlooked Logan McDonald a few years ago and everyone said, OK, you've gone for Phillips, we'll wait and see. OK, and I understand that. It's a wait and see. But when you see what GWS have done to come up the board to get this guy, I think a country Victorian kid, like he's an hour down the road. Like, this is perfect for them. Now, clearly they don't rate him as high as what everyone else does, mm. and that's okay, and time will tell. But it's a big gamble for a football club where not much has gone right for three or four years. Do you four know what there's a years. risk profile with Ralphie? Yeah. Anyone that's gone to the Kangaroos in the last three years yeah. has been a risk profile, staff and players. So the, question, uh, the statement is, North Melbourne trading the number one pick shows a lack of faith in their own system. No, I'll, I'll swap left on that. I thought it was a great idea to trade Jason Horn francis I thought they read the tea leaves well. Um, I heard Brady Rawlings uh, speaking to Gary and Sam Edmund this morning, and he said, we've got all the information. We believed it was the best decision. I agree with him. I think that where it's got to now, it was the right decision for them to trade Jason Horn francis And I was, um, I was pretty bullish on trading the number one pick. I just thought they would have got more for it. I just didn't think they got enough back for it. Um, what King is talking about, though, there is about... What do they need that they don't have? And they need another key forward for Nick Larkey. And then if you've got that and also Cam Zerha, who's going to stay, then that's, that's the future of your forward line. So I can understand why he's frustrated because it was an eyebrow raiser when they went for Logan McDonald over Wilf. And we don't know what Will Phillips is going to be. I'm echoing Kingy here. But if, if Cadman is the player that people say that he is, then it he, he could be generational. So, and key forwards... They're still, you know, I still reckon they're maybe the most important piece to what you've got. Um, you, I don't think you can win a premiership without them. So, yeah, I'll look at their midfield numbers and they're getting better in the midfield. They were 16th for contested possession this year, but they were 8th for centre clearance. So they've made real improvement in, in those areas. Um, so I'm, I'm swapping left to the statement, but there's a lot of what Kingy had to say that I'd swap right to that... You must have your eye on somebody else. You must be confident that you've got the guy to partner Nick Larkey for the rest of his career because um, he's done enough to show that he deserves to be, um, you know, one of your two-pronged tall forwards. So you must be really confident that you've got the guy. We just don't know about it yet. Uh, we might head to Dwayne Russell now. Oh, the pipe. Yes, please. 
There's a new battle in footy, Jules. It's not just the battle to win a flag. It's the battle to be relevant. And that's the, that's the bigger battle. Port Adelaide's biggest win wasn't the flag win. It was getting the tarps off the seats. So I'm going to apply um, his Port Adelaide example to a more modern day one. This one's a little bit more left field, but West Coast 2018 Premiership has been undermined by how badly they have fallen in the years since. <laughs> now, are you going to declare who you barrack no, for I'm, here? I'm not, actually, not. <laughs> well, this isn't me saying this is what I think. No, this no. is my statement, which I'm going to let you have your opinion on. No, fair enough. Um, no, I'm going to swipe left on that. Because what what you I mean people we're, we're often used to and we have been a little used to teams in um, whether it be Geelong or going back to Brisbane early two thousands and Geelong and then Hawthorne and then Richmond and and we see dynasties we've seen four dynasties in the last uh, twenty two years it doesn't always work like that um, I think that they've severely fallen off a cliff I, I don't argue with that at all like startlingly so fallen off a cliff West Coast. Um, but it doesn't diminish a flag. I think their biggest thing is their membership as well, which is obviously over 100,000. Absolutely. They are an incredibly strong and powerful club. Unfortunately, for whatever reason, it has just fallen in a heap um, in terms of the on-field performance. And um, sometimes, yeah, the the ground comes up to meet you pretty quickly. And if you haven't, you know, pulled the ripcord, then there can be pretty dire consequences. And I just don't think... They realised where they were at and maybe didn't see forest for trees and maybe didn't see the decline as it was happening. Dwayne's comments were sort of in talking about Port Adelaide in the 2011-2012 period where they had to put the tarps on the seats because they couldn't get the crowd. And he was saying how they've come back into relevancy since then. I don't think West Coast will ever be irrelevant as a football club given no. how strong their membership base no. is. So I don't One think- of the, the, if you redid what we traditionally knew as the big four, yeah, um, West Coast are a big four. Uh, so, yeah, I'm swapping left on you uh, for that one. Hey, um, hold those thoughts because we'll do a bit more on the other side of this. Um, your text coming through from your footy tender, 0433 Uh This one's uh, nice. I'm swapping right on producer Lincoln. Uh, love it. Nice recruit, Sam. So, again, the fan mail continues to come. How do you know that Greater Western Sydney are taking Cadman? Great point. The belief is that that's who they traded up to get pick one for, but that could be wrong. So that changes all of what we've just been talking about substantially. And maybe North Melbourne know a little something and maybe that's how it'll pan out. Don't, it's not my hunch at the minute, but could very, very well, it could very well be wrong. Um, fellas, 10 of the top 12 big forwards on this year's common list weren't first picked big forward in their draft. No stress for North Melbourne. That's from Phil in Abbotsford. Uh, and a couple more coming through off the text. Uh, Swat right on Port's Rise. Uh, cash in, lads. That's from Freddie. Um, Sammy, Tinder's tightening up uh, like Brisbane's trade team. No free super likes. They only give you five a week if you do pay. Info from the ad only. I ain't paying for that. Thank you for that Tinder update too um, from Freddie. And a few people saying that to jump out of the eight and back into the four, um, a lot of people tipping that that'll be the Tigers uh, that do that. And that is a great shout. I've got no drama with that one being thrown up, especially after the trade period they've had bringing in uh, Taranto and Hopper to bolster uh, that ageing midfield. Uh, this is footy tender. Get swiping. 0433981116 on the 40 Winks temper text. You can call 1300-736-736 on the Harcourts open line. Back with more. You're listening to The Sporting Capital with Sam Hargraves on SEN.
Uh, we're doing some swiping on some footy Tinder. Producer Lincoln's in here, and he's been setting up some very, very compelling um, statements for us to swipe on. I've been enjoying it so far, and good response coming in off the 40 Wings Temper text. What's next for us, please? Short and sharp from Sam Edmund here. But at the end of the day, this is one of the biggest trades in AFL history. I want to go a step further than Sam and say this is the biggest trade period of all time. Uh, I'll super like that. I can't remember a bigger one. I can't remember when, you know, there's never been a trade where picks one, two, and three were all involved in it. You've got a guy who was on a seven-year, $7 million contract just traded for pick 27. You've got a team in the Gold Coast Suns who are giving away a player that they basically raised and created with pick seven just to get rid of salary that they can't afford to pay. Pick seven. Pick seven. Look at how many pick sevens have been nabrising stars over the time. It's, pick seven's a great pick. And they're doing it to be able to ease their salary cap pressure. You've got the Giants have just let their two next-generation midfielders go. You've got um, – I'm missing a ton. You know, um, there's just – there is so much of this trade period. I'm super liking that. I've never seen a trade period like this. It is nuts. Geelong, they've had a pretty good record with pick sevens in the draft as well. Uh, What do you got next? Um, We'll go with Liam Pickering, yeah? You manage Josh Dunkley. Are you confident that deal gets done to Brisbane? Uh, I hope so, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm confident, yeah. Yeah, I'm confident. He doesn't, he doesn't want to be at the Bulldogs, so he, he wants to be in Brisbane. So you, hopefully the two teams can work out something that they're all happy with. There was a suggestion that the Bulldogs might make him walk to the draft. Well, that'd be ludicrous. Wouldn't get nothing for him. I mean, that's just cutting off your nose to spot your face. Well, you end up with nothing for him. You know, I mean, they've got a good relationship, Josh and the coach, so I'd hope that... Yeah, it wouldn't end up in that situation because I think that would be a, a, a poor reflection, you know, on, on when they have got a good relationship. And I think, you know, at this time everyone's posturing, so I get it and I'm not, you know, going to say too much more. I want to quickly run through some stats for you before uh, I ask this question. I'd be very quick. We've got about 45 seconds. Tim Taranto traded for picks 12 and 19, 24 years old, 114 games. Josh Dunkley, 25 years old, 116 games. I'm asking, was Brisbane's offer for Josh Dunkley insulting? Uh, he's a premiership player as well and a best and fairest winner. Taranto's a best and fairest winner in a grand final year, so it's a great comp. Um, I don't, it's not insulting. It's the picks back the other way that they wanted that I think it was just maybe a little bit unrealistic. Um, I don't think that's insulting. I think you've got to try and get what you can um, and do the best deal you can for your club. It's not insulting, um, but it it's a bit... Um, it, but to me, it was unrealistic. You're asking for too much back the other way. So... From the dog's point of view, they've only got what they've got, um, Brisbane. So this is the second time this bloke's asked to leave your club. I understood digging your heels in the first time, but he's out of contract this time and he ain't coming back to you. So why would you want to walk away for nothing? I know pride is a wonderful thing to have, but pride comes before the fall. You don't want to you don't want to harm what you might be able to do in the future by getting stuck in the past. So I would say, yep. Brisbane unrealistic, but now the Western Bulldogs need to get realistic. You've only got what you've got. Hey, great job. Thanks, Sam. Uh, We'll be back on the other side of this with the Sporting Capital. We're going to try and solve a problem. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.